thank you for joining us on the Rose Church Podcast. For more information about this podcast or other resources, please visit rosechurch.org or follow us on social media at Rose Church PDX. I want to tell you something today. God does not forget you and God wants to help you today. I said that I was going to talk to you about you. So in Isaiah 49, 15, and 16, this is what the Lord says. He said, can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? He says, surely they may forget, but I will not forget you. God never forgets you. God never leaves you behind. Amen. I want to tell you this. Tell you a little story real quick. I remember some prophets and some prophetic people came to our church years ago. And uh, we were excited. They came from Arizona, and this lady was prophesying over everybody and giving words and special words and praying for people. And we were excited for about two weeks as we were leading up to it. And I remember very clearly I was excited. I was one of the singers. I was like these guys up here. I said, I know I'm going to get prayed for. I'm special. I mean, I even wore a red Kool-Aid shirt that day with a Kool-Aid thing. Red, you know, you got to pick me. I'm in the front. I'm going to be your number one fan, your number one choice, number one draft pick, all this stuff. And that lady prayed for everybody in the building in the morning and at night, hundreds of people. And then she said, well, I'm done. So she, her assistant came and took her Bible. She walked down off the platform and started walking through the aisle. And I'm sitting in row two with my big red Kool-Aid shirt on, thinking that, <clears throat> you know, I, I, you know, I got to get something. This went on for three hours. She was praying for people. Well, she said, I'm finished for the night. Never will forget this has changed my life. She walked down the aisle and walked past where I was sitting, and my eyes began to water. I said, nothing for me? Nothing for your boy? I looked at the pastor like, I mean, I'm serving. I'm cleaning the church. I'm doing bathrooms. I'm at every rehearsal. I'm doing everything you, you, you should do. And she kept walking. Well, I sat there and said, okay. I took the old deep breath and played it off and tried to rejoice with them that do rejoice. <laughs> Everybody was slapping five. They had words. I mean, this one's going to be a preacher. That one's going to own a business. This person's going to do this and that. And all kinds of things were going on. I had nothing. And the lady, I, I sat there and took a deep breath. <sighs> And all of a sudden, I felt this finger on my back, and I looked up like this. She said, you thought the Lord forgot you, but I'll never forget you. See, this is the word of the Lord that came over me. She said, the Lord says today that today I'm going to put you in a place from years from now that's going to astound people, and people are going to say to you, how did he get there? And you'll simply say, the Lord put me here. I want you to know something. God's never going to forget you. God has you written in the palm of his hand. God loves you. God is for you. God is, you know what I found out over these years being, being, being a believer? God is crazy about me. And that may sound braggadocious, but the Lord loves me some me. He does. And so he never forgets you. But see, what you have to have, I'll tell you another story. You have to have something that connects with you that lifts you to another level. Because every one of you have an assignment in life, and God has an assignment for this church. And so Revelations 4.1, it tells another little scripture here, and I'll just give it to you. He said, after these things, somebody say, after these things. 
I looked and behold, a door was open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like the trumpet speaking to me saying, come up here and I must show you things which must take place afterwards. So John was writing and, and the voice said, come up here. So there's another level for you to get out of these places where these foundations are being cracked. You've got to come up here. Everybody put your hand like this. Say, go like that. There you go. Hey, that looks good. And bring it back down. And look at somebody say, up, 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 up. Amen. There you go. There you go. I was going to sing my song, Up, Up, and Away, in my beautiful balloon. Y'all don't remember that, though. Anyway, let me go on. Fifth dimension. <laughs> but anyway, look at this. He said, come up here. He said, and listen to the language. I will show you things which will come afterwards. One of the things that I always had a problem with, I, couldn't, I didn't have faith. I didn't have faith for tomorrow. I didn't have faith for the next minute. I was talented, but I didn't have faith to believe that God could do something with me. So he says, come up here, and I'll show you the things which must take place after. I remember we were going to buy a building years ago in our church, many, many years ago, and uh, we were actually going to lease it, the beginnings of our church. And the man had a good deal cooking. He had everything right. He had a wonderful, wonderful deal for us. And he said, go talk to the mayor. The mayor is my friend. I went to the mayor. The mayor said, yeah, we can work this out. He said, go talk to my lawyer. I went to the mayor's lawyer, and they were, everybody's ready to do the deal. I got back home, and I was just, it was a Friday night, and I remember very clearly being excited. I said, this is going to happen. First building, nice place to rent, industrial area, and I was excited about it. I woke up the next morning, and I remember very clearly I sat on the side of the bed. And I sat on the side of the bed, and I started to pray, and it was, just as, it was, as, if, it was as if I left my body. Okay, and I prayed, and it felt like I was in an elevator, one of those uh, hydraulic elevators that was fast. Like when you go to the amusement park, you get on that ride where your feet dangling, there's four seats, and it just goes. <laughs> and I felt like I went there, and I felt like I was in heaven, and I couldn't see anything, but I heard a voice say to me, don't buy that building. Don't buy that building. If you do, you're going to regret it for years. And it felt like I came back to my senses and opened my eyes back up. And I said, wow, that's heavy. I said, why would the Lord tell me that? But I understood later that there was some clauses in that deal that, that that would have messed everything up. See, God has to bring you up to the next level to cause you to see and hear what he wants you to hear. Can you say amen? Okay. So God wants to bring us from mediocrity to excellence, from shame to dignity. He wants to bring us from grief to greatness. He wants to bring you from the past into a future. I'm not living in the past. I have somewhere to go. Okay? Now, the future is what? The future is a time that will or a time that is to come hereafter. It means something that will exist or happen in time to come. It's a condition or especially a success or failure or something that might happen, but there's something up there for you. And I've learned over the years that there is some big things that God wants to do with his church, with his people, with his bride, which is his church. Amen. He wants to do with his men and women in this age and generation that we live in. Jeremiah 29 11 says it this way. It says, I know the thoughts that you think. That I think towards you, I mean, thoughts of peace and not of evil. God's not thinking about destroying you. God's not thinking evil against you. Could you just tell somebody, God's not thinking of any evil against you today. God's thinking about how much he can love you and how much he can pour out in your life, how much he can help you to get to the next level, the next place. God has great thoughts for you. I told somebody the other night, I said, if our sin was so great, then it would be greater than God. I said, but God, being, being the genius, the supernatural genius that he is, 
He made provision for the sins of an entire nation and an entire world. He made provision for six billion people to sin against him. And he said, that's still not enough to, to douse my love for you. My love is greater than six billion people at one time sinning against me because that's how great I am. God is re ridiculously awesome. I love it. You can't out -sin, you can't, your sin can never outdo his love for you. His love is greater than all your sin. I think that deserves a hand clap for the Lord, but I'll do it myself. You see, your future consists of several things. Dreams and hopes, challenges, obstacles, victories also. But there's help to get you to your future. In John 16, 13, the Bible says this. It says, however, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will lead you and guide you into all truth. The spirit of truth is the Holy Spirit. It says he will lead you and guide you into all truth. He will lead you and guide you into all truth. So let's think about this. You and I, the believer, are the only people on the universe that have extraterrestrial help. You got outside help, and you're the only one that has someone that knows the future, that's planned the future, and that can get you to the future. And he's willing to walk with you into the future. Oh, man, that's good stuff there. And so he, Jesus says this. He says, when the spirit of truth has come, he will lead you and guide you into all truth. And then he will take of the things that are mine, which is pure truth. Because the Bible says that Jesus said in John 14, he says, I am the way, the truth. Jesus doesn't have truth. He is the truth. He says, I am the way, the truth, or the truth, and the life. He said, no man can come unto the Father except by me. So not only will the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth come, but the truth that's in him is also Jesus. And so he's willing to walk with you in pure truth to bring you to the truth of what God thinks about you and has planned for you. You can't get a better deal. You can't get a better deal. You're not going to miss it. I'm standing here prophetically by, uh, by, uh, by a prophetic word. God told me years ago that I would preach in the West Coast. I come to the West Coast all the time. I was just in San Francisco and Oakland two weeks ago. And he said that. Some man came one time and he said, I see people giving you favor in the West Coast. This is 20 years ago. Where am I at? West Coast. Where am I, am I preaching at? West Coast. You know? That's because the truth has led me here. You're going to find yourself in job situations, neighborhoods, houses, things that you're, you're believing for, whatever it is, it's going to be the truth. I love this. I love this. Because come here, buddy. Come here. Come here, my man. Any of you. You're all my buddies today. Let's just walk this. See, imagine the Holy Spirit. Let me know the time it is, Pop. All right? I'm good? Okay, good. That's old Pentecostal stuff. They used to play the piano to get you off the stage. <laughs> They do that at the Apollo, too, they, they, and the Sandman comes out and yanks you off the stage. Okay, anyway, that was 15 seconds of my time. But anyway, this is what it's like. Act crazy for me. Just go like this. Yeah, he's messed up. Keep going. Here is a person, a human being, a specimen. He's messed up. He doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know where he's supposed to go. He doesn't believe anything. He doesn't believe anything. But then all of a sudden, he gets Jesus in his life. And Jesus is cool, and, and, and Jesus, 
Jesus comes and says, I'm going to help you. He says, listen, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming to the Father except through me. So I'm going to help you. And he begins to get into this guy's life. And he says, listen, I'm going to also give you a friend that's going to walk with you because I can't physically be here because I got too many people to deal with. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm make a deal with you, okay? I'm going to leave my spirit with you. And my spirit is the invisible man that nobody can see that's helping you. He's there at all times, day and night, morning, noon, and night. He's there to help you, but he's going to lead you and guide you into all truth. Now watch this, because this is the way it works. Oh, this is heavy stuff. Because this is the crux of the deal here. Not the art of the deal. Let me go on with the message, though. Those are Trump jokes. But anyway, let me go on. Oh. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit comes and he starts to walk with you. Put your arm around me. It's all right. Amen. And he starts to walk with you like this. And he's walking with you through life. You think you're alone. But Jesus said these words. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Friends can jack you up. Situations can mess you up. People can mess you up. But he said, I, he, will never leave you nor forsake you. He said he'll be a friend that sticks closer than a brother. How could he do that? By his spirit. And so the Holy Spirit comes. He said he will lead you. And the Holy Spirit is the God. He will point your way. He'll, t he'll tell you, walk a certain way. Okay? Now. <laughs> he'll guide you. And not only will he let you go along, but he'll guide you. He'll keep his hand on you. Say, no, 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 no. You go over this way. And he says, no, 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 no. Over here. Over here. Over here. Here we go. And he's walking with you. Thank you, sir. He's walking with you. And, and what happens is you can't miss it. You can't miss it. And then he says, I'll take from what's mine, which is pure truth, and I'll reveal it to you. Let me get to the crux of this because I'm on the game here. I'm having a good time. Now, the thing that happens in life sometimes is this. I used to think that I missed God a lot of times in my life. How many ever thought you missed God? Like, man, I blew it. That opportunity is never going to come back. That situation, that deal. You know, I was in sales for years, many, many years ago. I used to work uh, in sales. I used to work in New York at HBO. I used to work at Time Magazine in the city back in the 80s. And uh, I thought, you know, I blew it. I said, well, you know, I'm never going to get jobs like this again. But God is faithful. And God is good. And whatever situation, it could be you, you wanting a chick. You know, I remember I was trying to, uh, can we talk about that? Okay. I mean, y'all cool, so I'm, I'm just going. I'm from the hood originally, you know. I can talk the lingo. They call it Jang. All right. But anyway, I remember the first time I saw this woman at, at college. And uh, I saw her from a distance, and she didn't like me in a whole bit. And uh, I was working on campus lifting mattresses, you know. Strong, you know, I was lifting mattresses. I was cut, I was cut back then. Okay. <laughs> Summertime deal. And I saw this chick, you know, she was walking. I actually, it's sad to say I saw her from behind. <laughs> the truth, I'm just being real. And I was I had a mattress in my hand. I went like this. I told the other guy, I said, yo, B. I said, who is that? <laughs> he said, Oh, that's such and such, you know. And uh, later on, they had a little orientation thing. I went down there because I was a senior. She was a freshman. I went down there, and I was going to, you know, do my thing. And uh, 
I went up to her and said, yo, 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 you know, my name is like, they call me E, you know what I'm saying? And she looked at me like, get away from me. I blew it. I said, well, I'll never get an opportunity for, for anything like that. But later on, I kept being persistent. I didn't give up. It's like every guy I knew wanted to get this chick. And that made it more because I'm competitive. I'm an athlete. <laughs> A-F-F-lete. I'm an athlete. All right? <laughs> and so I went to a room one night. Now, I'm going to tell you the truth. I wasn't saved. I, I, didn't, get, I didn't find Jesus until 22 years old. So I was getting high. Can I say that? Is that legal? Is that, okay. I mean, you know. And I was, up in, I was up in my room with my boys like, you know what, man? I'm going down there. I'm going over there, man. I ain't scared of nobody, man. Go ahead, dog. I'm going over there. I'm going over there. I said, I'm going to go down to her room and talk to her. And, and I ain't scared of nothing. And so I knew where her dorm was. I went down there and I started talking to her. We talked for three hours. Next thing you know, I was dating her. And next thing you know, she led me to the Lord to get saved. That's the truth. Beautiful woman. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Fine. And... Uh, we got saved and been married for a long time. Right? But I thought I blew it. Now, I want to tell you this. When you think you've blown it and you think you've missed God and you think you, that your future is bleak and dark, here, here, here's the crux of the deal. I don't need these notes anymore. I don't need this. It's in me. Oh, there's my man. <laughs> All right, baby. That means I got five left. I can get it done. How many have seen the movie Gladiator? I love that movie. In the beginning of the movie, there's a big battle. The Romans are fighting the barbarians in the woods. And they're fighting, and Russell Crowe's on the horse with the, with the mink on and all that stuff. And uh, the Romans pull out their heavy artillery, these machines that they're loading with bricks and with rocks, and they're loading them up with oil and fire, and these machines, and guys are cranking these machines, and the arm of these machines are going back like this. And the Lord told me one day, he says, son, because I know the future, I understand time and eternity. He said, I can function in both arenas at the same time, or in the same moment, because he's the God of all the earth. And he said, that, he said this to me one day. He said, I know what time it is for you, and I know where you're supposed to be at a particular time. So if you were born, let's say, 2000, 2000, and uh, God had something for you in 2015 that you might have missed, he said, I can do something to get you to where you need to be, and nobody else can do it. What I'm talking about is you don't have to worry about blown opportunities because God calls you into your future, and your future is waiting for you. I got two minutes. And so when you look at Gladiator, they're there. And it's a machine called a catapult machine. And it's crank, and they crank it, and they crank it. And the more they crank it, this arm goes back. It comes all the way up. And you hear, 
back, comes all the way back, and it goes all the way back, and then they let it go, and it flings uh, some things. And in that scene, you see fire, balls of fire coming against the enemy. It's like a, a weapon against the enemy. It was modern technology, modern artillery back then. And God told me to tell people wherever I went that people that think that they don't have a future or think that they've blown their future, number one, that he can catapult you into your future. And what I mean by that is, is simply this. You may have had setbacks, tough situations, everything that has come against you that could come against you, could come against your mind. If I told you all the bad stuff I did, you wouldn't even want me to talk to you because I was not a good guy. I told you I didn't get saved for, for years, and I was not a good guy. But because God loved me so much, he said, I'm going to catapult you. I'm going to take you from nothing. And I'm going to put you in my hand. And everything that goes against you, see, you feel like in life sometimes you're going backwards instead of forwards. But everything that's been working against you is used by God to actually strengthen the spring that's going to launch you forward. So every time a situation comes, something bad happens. There, God's cranking the machine, and he's turning the machine over and over, and he's turning it over and over. And God says, every time it goes like that, the arm is going back. You don't realize it, but God's setting you up for the biggest thrust in, history of, in the history of your life. And when you've had enough, he squeezes you, and he puts the pressure on you, and he brings you back, and all of a sudden, and you find yourself up here. And people say, how did you get here? And you say, the Lord put me here. <laughs> the Lord put me here. Your future is waiting for you. And God's the one that's going to get you to, to the future. Don't be afraid of it, amen? I want you to lift a hand right now. Just lift your hand straight up right now. I just want you to just pray this prayer with me. Lord, today, I believe your word. I know that you're real. Change my situations. Change my life. Bring me to where I'm supposed to be. In the nombre de Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.